Many people called me up asking me about Purim Katun, the sources for it, how we paskin and so forth. And the truth is, when you come to Purim Katun, there's no clarity. There's a machlekes rishonim if Purim Katun were obligated in a suda or not. So let's ask five, six, seven questions and then try to point out two nekudas, two lessons, perhaps, that could shed some light about Purim Katun. When you come to the Mishnah, Megillah of Avim, the base, the Mishnah tells us there's no difference between Adarishan and Adarshani, but Mikra Megillah and Matanus Lev That applies itself to Purim Shani, Adarshani. Adarishan doesn't have that. But we know in Megillah there's four mitzvahs. There's Mikra Megillah, Matanus Lev Yainim, and Sudas Purim. So when I read the Mishnah, I know that Adarishan, on Purim Katan, there's no obligation for Mikra Megillah or Matanus Levyanim. But what about Mishal Achmanus? What about Matanus Levyanim? What about Sudas Purim? So Mishal Achmanus, you could easily, easily get away with and say that that's included with Matanus Levyanim. But the main question is, what about Sudas Purim? When you come to the Gemara, the Gemara says a different category about Ein Ben Adarishan Ladasheni. The Gemara says that Adarishan or Yom Yudalit has an Isser of Hesped and Tainus, like Adarshani. That would seem to indicate that there's only Isser Hesped and Tainus, but Sudas Purim you don't have. On the other hand, we know that the source why Adarshani has an Isser of Hesped and Tainus is because there's a mitzvah of Sudas Purim. So on one hand, the Gemara seems to clearly indicate that there's no Sudas Purim. From that, the Gemara will tell us that there's only on Purim Katan, the obligation of Isra of Hesmer and Tainus. On the other hand, from that, that there is Isra of Hesmer and Tainus, that itself lends credibility to tell me that the Allah is that there are Sudas Purim. So the truth is, both of these explanations are in the Rishayim. Taisa says, it's, there's only Isra Hesmer and Tainus. The Ran says, there is Isra Mishnah Simcha. When the Beis says, we pass and there's no, there's no Chiv Sudas Purim, on Purim Katan. The Ramah brings two opinions, and the Ramah doesn't pass clearly. Nevertheless, the Ramah says, there is room to be Machmer, you should try to be Machmer, do a little bit of Mishnah Simcha, Yarbek Tzas Besudo, and then he ends off with cryptic words, Vitoiv Leiv Mishnah Tomit, that everybody tries to understand what that means. So the main question we have over here is, number one, why is it given, if there is a Chiv of Mishnah Simcha, why is it so not clear? Not in the Mishnah, not in the Gemara, not in any way we can't grapple exactly what is what is the day, how, what is the category, what is, how do you categorize the day. It's only Mishnah B'Simcha doesn't have anything else, or it doesn't have it, and if it does have that, why is everything else excluded to it? Let's try to ask another five, six questions. Why is there no Tainus Esther? Now one of the main reasons, I shouldn't say the main reason, but the Beis says from the Magad Meisharm, that the purpose of Tainus Esther is because if we're going to get Shikr, we need to have a protection. We need to have a gun, we need to have a preparation, and we need to have a Tainus Esther for Purim. So if you're going to be doing Purim Katan, then you should have, do, be doing the day before Tainus Esther. Again, you don't have that. That needs room to understand. It would seem like the answer to that question is itself another question, and that is that even if there's a Chiv Suda, and all other things are taken away, the Chiv Suda is also limited, and it doesn't require the level Shikras that you do on per, regular Purim. Why is that if there's a Suda, and Suda's Purim is Adaliyada, why should it differentiate itself from Adarishan to Adarshani? The Paiskim say that everybody agrees that even though on Purim itself there's a Isser Malacha because of a Minik, on Purim Katan there's no Isser Malacha. Why should there be no Isser Malacha? And here we get to something even more amazing. The Paiskim say that Goismaimani, that the day that we celebrate Purim Katan is only Yom Yadalid, which means there's no Shushan Purim. And better said, 
the Prima Godam says, even for B'nai Eretz Yisrael, their day that they celebrate is Yom Yadalad, which is a, something fascinating and amazing and very hard to understand. Purim itself for them, on the next month, on Adashani, is going to be Tezvav. But Purim Kotam for them, they celebrate on Yom Yadalad. Why should it be like that? What's the explanation for that? When it comes to the Allah of Mishanichtasad and Marbin Besimcha, the Paiskim have a question is it Noik and Adarishan? And the consensus by most Paiskim is that it's not Noik by Adarishan, only Adarshani. I don't understand if I have two opinions about Purim Cotton. And Lachatil Dermot tells me that I should be Machma about Purim Cotton. So that will lend itself that Purim Cotton, there seems to be quite a great amount of the R of Purim that's here. So even though you don't have Mikra Megillah and Matanus of Yenim Shachmonis, but the Allah of Mishanichus Adam Abbasimcha should teach me that if I have a Purim Cotton and Adarishin, then that month already is celebrated Besimcha. And what's the reason for not like that? So again, to recap, we're trying to understand how come Purim Cotton is so mysterious. If there are the obligations it's given with such, not, with such a not clarity about it. It's only given given sandwich in a hidden way through the Mishnah through the way that I know that there's a is of Hesbatinus. Through that I know that there's a loch of Purim cotton. If there is Purim cotton, we're all in agreement that there's no Isra Malacha, we don't understand why. Amazingly amazingly difficult question is that even if there's a Purim cotton, we'll all agree that it's only on Yaimi Dal and not Tezvav, even for Bnei it's Isra, which is amazing on its own. Morgan Avram says there's no Alanisim on Purim cotton. So again, all of this we're trying Trying to understand somehow perm cotton doesn't help us out with that. If there is a perm cotton, it still will not teach me to anything about There is also a steer in the Mishabur if somebody makes a nether to accept upon himself perm. So he's now you get the Mishabur says on Purim Shani and other Shani. On the other end, the Purim Mishabur says in the end of Hilchas Purim, which is the Allah of Purim Cotton, if somebody was Mikabal on himself because he had a nace to be Noik Mishtavisimcha, it's Purim, it's Purim Cotton. So it's again we have a steer, how do we answer it? How do we how do, how do we deal with all this? So let's try to say two Nakudas. One Nakuda that will answer more or less Balumdas all the questions that we asked, and then one deeper idea that could teach us the great and awesomeness about Purim Cotton. So here is more of a simpler lesson about Purim Cotton that with this we could answer most of the questions that we asked. The yont of a perm is expressed very much in the open on the outside. We express it with Mishta Besimcha, with Mikra Megillah, Meshalach Monas, Matolas Levyonim. There's an Isser Malacha about it with Alanisim. Everything it's shown clearly on the outside. Purim cotton seems to be that we're celebrating Purim, and the idea, the nucleus of this idea is found, I think, by Tzadik Akoyin in Pritzadik and Adarishan. The way we celebrate Purim cotton is more in a hidden way. It's more that believe your margish in your heart that there's already an aura of Purim. This is the day that in a regular year it's Purim. So this is the day that you feel the Ha'orah of Purim. You feel the Simcha of Purim. You feel you can celebrate Purim, but not on the outside. No Meshalach Monas, no Mikra Megillah, no Matanus Lev no Isser Melacha. No, even Shushan Purim. Shushan Purim is when you experience it, at, when it actually happened. So they experienced it over a two day period on Yom Yedal, Yom Tezvav. We split it on the Yom Amanucha and so forth. But when did we begin to feel the Ur of Purim? The Ur of Purim definitely happened on Yom Yedal. That's when the tables turned, that's when they fought and they succeeded. Yom Tezvav was just a continuation of that Ur. So if you're experiencing Purim, I Purim Cotton, you're experiencing. experiencing 
in your heart, you experience it when, when it really starts. And that's on Purim itself, Yom Yadal, not Yom Tezvav. And you don't experience it with Isser Malacha. You don't experience it with the Shikras that you do on Purim. That's why we don't have, have a problem with Tainus Esther. We don't need to do Tainus Esther because we're not going to drink as much. But we're going to feel it. So why could you feel it in Suda? So the Ramah says these two magic words, or these few magic words. V'toiv leiv Mishnah Tabit. Ramah saying, what's the big deal to be Noik Purim Katan? It's all about what you're feeling in your heart and you're only expressing it in something that its expression is not fully on the outside because it's always good to have a Mishnah Talmud. So if you have another excuse now to do it because of Purim, so therefore it's halachas, it's set up of everything. It's not clear. It's only through that that you know you Hesped and Tainus, that's where I kind of lends it the credibility that one second and there's no Hesped Tainus means it is Purim. Yes, it is Purim, but not in an outside, outward, clear way. You got to feel it inside. If you feel it inside, you're Shaykh the Purim cotton. There's a room to be Machmer on it, room to feel the Simcha, take it in. And I think that pretty much answers up all the seven, eight questions that we asked. We don't have to fast beforehand. We don't get shikr the way we normally get shikr on Purim. We don't do Mishach Monas, Matanas, and many other things but Suda's Purim because it's excusable and it's understood that it's not a full outside expression because we're always a type like Mishnah Talmud. The day we celebrate is one day Yom Yedalad, there's no Yisra Malach, and that pretty much answers up everything. And now I want to say something deeper that doesn't answer up everything, but it gives a new Oymik Adover to Purim Cotton. Purim Katan, perhaps in a certain way, is higher than Purim itself. It's the last Allah of Purim. The job of Purim is to get rid of Amalek. Amalek is the one that seeds doubt in us. Amalek is Bigimatria Sophic to Swarm tell us. Amalek is the one that says that we can't get so close to Rebbeinishim. We're distance. Amalek is Amina Eitz. Amina Eitz, other Marishim, you're separated from the Rebbeinishim. You can't get close. And Yeshua's Purim is we don't feel that. The highest expression of that is that even if you're in doubt, if you could be Noyik Purim, because I'm not going to tell you for sure it's Purim. I'm not going to tell you that the guidelines aren't so clear. But if you really get rid of Amalek, then on Purim Cotton, you could even feel Mechias Amalek. You could feel it. That means when you could be Oiva Duri even when you're Besafik, exactly if this is for sure the right Avayda. That is Purim. That is Purim after regular Purim. That's Purim Cotton. That's really the. It, that's really what comes afterwards. That's the last Allah in Shulchan Aruch. That's the highest climax of our Avayda of Mechias Amalek. Avayda Mechias Amalek has always come to us. Maybe what you're doing is not perfect. Maybe what you're doing is not right. Maybe you're reaching a little too close. That's Amalek. I'm sorry. Perm Davide is not like that. Perm gives me even a perm cotton, even in the not perfect time. It's already a little bit out of the region. Yes, I'll be Noik Purim right now. Of course, I won't be Noik on the outside with all the other things. The main thing is the opposite way. In a state of Suffolk, nevertheless, to feel the closest to Rabbi Nishan, that's the ultimate celebration of Purim. So in a certain way, it's a greater avoid. It's the last avoid. It's the last Allah and Shulchanar that a person should feel the Tevlev Mishnah Tom. He should always feel happy in his avoid Hashem. He should never allow a Malik to put so any doubt in you, so any separation. Feel you can't do it. You can't be so because of this, because of this, because of this, because of this. That's Amalek. Purim Katan is the one, the lesson, the final lesson. Even if the loch is not so clear that I'm allowed to be besimcha, even if the requirement of Suda is not so clear in black and white, but nevertheless you could feel feel close to Rebbe You feel you could be toivlev mishta tamen in a good way we mean. Of course not a hoilus and shikras and so forth. We just mean in our avodas Hashem. That is the greatest form of mechias Amalek. That is the key of a toivlev mishta tamen. You should be yoytzi, the das of machmi in that form of way.